0: Wild Wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Wild Wisdom Podcast. This segment has been taken from Thrive Thursdays with Dr. Patricia Mills. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here is Dr. Patricia Mills.
0: Welcome. Today we're going to be talking about um, the thyroid and um, not just about the thyroid, actually, but about iodine. So iodine is, um, many of you may, or may know this, but it's a mineral that is really, really important for thyroid health. And everyone talks about how you need, um, everybody talks about how you need iodine for thyroid health. And that is true. In fact, interestingly, the, the thyroid hormone, so the thyroid sits just here in front of the neck and um the brain stimulates the thyroid sends a message to the thyroid to to turn on uh, or off you know to so usually like an on kind of switch and when that happens the thyroid starts to make um thyroid hormones and it makes uh, two hormones it makes um one hormone that needs four iodine molecules hormone that needs three iodine molecules and so it needs a lot of iodine to make thyroid hormones and these hormones are released into the body and have actions throughout the body. Um, The interesting thing about iodine is if you look at the periodic table, um, you look at the periodic table and under the halogens you see iodine. So it's like bromine, chlorine, fluoride and um, iodine. And what's interesting about that is because they' are, they live in the same family, um, they're similar in structure, not exactly the same. so one um, known fact actually is that if your body is overexposed to things like chlorine, bromide, and fluoride, those can actually compete with iodine um, so like the receptor the and so we're, I use the word receptor. It's like a, uh, it's like a lock and then iodine's the key. But if you have like a slightly different key, let's say that key is like fluoride or chlorine or bromide, it's not going to um, interact as well with that receptor, but it will get in there. It'll like take up the space in the receptor, so to speak, in that lock, but it won't have the same um, potency of action. So um, a lot of um, health and wellness experts who are saying we should not be using fluoride um, and we should not be supplementing with fluoride. That's the concern: is that it'll inhibit the action of iodine at the level of the thyroid, and therefore it'll cause your thyroid to not produce the right kind or amount of hormones, and you're going to have an issue. Well, why do we care? The thyroid is like the the center of metabolism of energy, so that's like. It's interesting, but the one, there are two receptors that are present throughout every single organ of the body, and that's a receptor for thyroid hormone, and the other one is a receptor for vitamin D, which is also a hormone, okay? So we know that these things are very, very important. Um, And so if you have anything that's inhibiting your ability of your thyroid to work, that's not a good thing, right, at all. That means your energy is going to go down, both like your feeling of being energized, but also the energy within every single cell of your body—that production will be decreased because um, if it's um, if if anything is getting in the way of the production of thyroid hormones, you're not going to get as much stimulation of every cell in your body to make hormones. So your whole body's energy system goes down. So uh, again, to review the halogens, which are in the um, periodic table. Um, all in a line so chlorine bromine fluoride, it and and um, iodine not necessarily in that order but definitely those three are above iodine those are more competitive with the receptors uh, in the thyroid gland for then iodine which means that if you're you know having and I, I i'm always feel kind of bad saying this because we all love hot t- hot tubs and and pools and all that kind of stuff but the chlorine from that can inhibit your thyroid function more so when you inhale it so actually like a hot water bath like a hot shower or a hot bath or a hot tub it's actually the inhalation of it that's more of a problem. Um, the other thing is like lots of processed bread and lots of um, sparkly beverages that are flavorful. Um, they have a lot of bromide added to them and that that bromide and some pools use bromide as a cleaning rather than chlorine that actually has as much of a problem. And then fluoride, um, supplementation of water. Yes, it's been shown to decrease cavities, but uh, this is like the tip, the kind of, um seesaw effect you 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 unfortunately you gain one thing but you lose another you lose you could lose your thyroid function okay like you could decrease your thyroid function so i personally filter my water and i use a fluoride free toothpaste and i use other means of preventing cavities like avoiding sugar because that's the big one and making sure i get really good um uh nutritious whole foods that have all of the elements that i need for Healthy bones like magnesium, calcium with the vitamin D and the vitamin K2. And these are all other topics for future dates. But um, we have very good studies from the studies of bones of people living over 10,000 years ago when they were just subsiding on whole foods and they did not have cavities. <laughs> they had very strong, beautiful bones. Um, so we, and we didn't have fluoride supplementation at that time, right? So it's like, cause a problem with the processed foods. And then we tried to correct it um, with like another thing that is causing its own problem versus correcting the root cause, which is our nutrition, our processed foods. Okay, so that's one thing. Now you're like, okay, so the iodine is important. And iodine deficiency is for real, right? Like, why are we having problems with iodine deficiency? So iodine um, is deficiency. And the reason for that is because a lot of us have gotten away from eating the where we tend to get our iodine, which is like seaweed, a little bit in seawater and some soils. OK, so some soils, depending on where you live, will have iodine. But generally speaking, in, in for sure, North America, the soil is deficient because most of the population at one point developed iodine deficiency and also other countries like um India a lot of problem with goiters and all that sort of thing. So we've been kind of depleting our soil. Um, and most of the uh, iodine now is found in a salt form in, in the water. Oh, good. Good morning, Donna from Edmonton. And hi, Bev. Okay, great. I can see your comments. That's awesome. Wonderful. So what I would say then is um, in order to get enough iodine, you should be consuming some some kind of like seaweed um, product in your diet. And if you don't love the taste of seaweed, um, the post that I showed where you take dried seaweed, like wakame, um, dulse, um, nori, there's so many different kinds and you just put it in boi- in like low, gently, um, um, boiling water, like not overly boiling, but kind of bubbling water. Um, even just that and using that water to cook with. And if you're really intrepid, you can use it in your soups. You can use it in your bone broths, um, and the reason that I'm really focusing on that whole foods is because iodine supplementation, like taking a supplement for iodine, is actually a little bit dangerous. And I'm going to explain to you why. First of all, um, you'd be tempted to go and buy like a kelp supplement, right? That's a very common thing to do, to go and buy a kelp supplement saying, oh, this is coming from a whole food. So I'm going to take this kelp supplement. Well, when they did independent testing on a variety of different brands on kelp supplements, what they found is sometimes they had three to four times the amount of what was said to be be in that product. And what we know is that iodine is like a Goldilocks mineral. You don't want too little and you don't want too much. Um, And uh, an interesting study out of Spain showed that women who were supplementing with too much iodine actually had increased rates of hyperthyroidism so the thyroid is over um like overproducing um and hormones and that can actually like overstimulate our metabolism you can feel anxious and jittery and nervous you can lose weight but not in a healthy way um, you can have like panic attacks and anxiety and mood disorders so it's, you don't feel you definitely don't want your your thyroid gland overactive and so over supplementing with iodine can overstimulate your, your thyroid gland. Interestingly, it can also, like if you get to a certain point, it can actually block the action of your thyroid gland. And then you get hypothyroidism. That's when you have low energy, your skin is dry, your hair is thin and falling out, you're losing the outer thirds of your eyebrows, you're low energy, you might have like a form of depression, you might not feel like getting out of bed. Um, your body systems could be suboptimally working, so you feel constipated. I'm like all of these things, like it's everywhere, right? Remember every, every receptor in your body has a thyroid receptor. So, um, so you don't want too much iodine in your diet through supplementation and you don't want too little iodine in your diet through not, not intentionally incorporating it in there. So what, what exactly do you want? Well, if you're someone who's in generally good health, um, I do believe that if you um, just use regular foods, like if you go to sushi restaurant, get a seaweed salad, um, and buying those dried seaweeds and put sprinkling it in your soups or or you know in your bone broths or incorporating it in some way. The thing about the restaurants with a seaweed salad is if it's a bright, bright, bright green, beautiful green color, it's been a chemical has been used to make it bright green. It's usually a dark brown, kind of muddy colored. So it's not attractive looking. I think that's why they put in that chemical. But um, you don't want to be like you know treating your health one way and losing it the other way. So you want to get a really good quality one. So um, and then I wouldn't really actually recommend supplementing with iodine uh, in a- addition to that, unless you are being followed by a healthcare professional, whether it's a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor or a doctor. Um, Western medicine doctor, because again, you don't want to go into like over supplementation. And for example, with my clients, I recommend a very specific product that's been tested for quality. It's like purified. It's um, I know exactly how much they're getting when they have it. Um, And so um, but I'm very conscientious about how I dose it depending on who they are and their health needs. Okay, because again, you don't want to overdose it. Um, you can actually worsen a thyroid. So if you have an autoimmune thyroid condition like Hashimoto's and you inappropriately use iodine supplements, you can actually make your Hashimoto's worse, right? So um, for most women, for if, if you're watching this, more likely than not, all you need to do is, is being intentional about getting it from like a seaweed source, okay? Now, did you know that um, and this is a very little known fact that the second biggest point of storage for iodine in our body is the breasts. Yeah, the breasts have, um, are, are huge, uh, have the second most receptors for iodine, so, which means iodine can go into the breast tissue, particularly around the mammary glands. So um, iodine um, status is really important, even if you don't have children, because uh, I'll get into that um, soon. But if you're having children, the mammary glands have a high density of receptors for iodine because you need to have iodine in the breast milk so that the baby can get the iodine that they need in order to develop their brain normally and also to fight off things like infections iodine is an incredible antibacterial agent like amazing so in the surgical suite we would paint the stomach before we cut the skin we'd paint the skin with iodine because it was such a strong strong antiseptic so you know, imagine that you're having the seaweed um, source of iodine and that's going through your body. It's basically also helping you fight off infections. So the baby needs enough iodine. But again, you don't want to have too much. Most prenatal vitamins will have about 150 micrograms of iodine. And I think that would probably be enough if you were also intentionally supplementing with seaweed. So women, for example, in Japan and Asian countries who eat Like seaweed, they have very good iodine status. They're not supplementing uh, with seaweed. They are incorporating it into their diet. Okay, so that's what's important. Not that you have to eat it every day, but having it a couple times a week and again, putting it the dried one in your soup and your water so it infuses the water or the bone broth and then using that water to make your rice, let's say. That's one way to do it or to make your soups or your curries or your stews. That's a very elegant way to add it in. I have dried bags of seaweed in my house and I just sprinkle it in everywhere. Some people like to eat it dry, like um, small amounts in their salads, for example. It depends on the kind. Some of them are nice and crunchy. You can even eat them like chips. Um, And there's this great seaweed snacks, SNAX, where it's roasted seaweed with olive oil and sea salt. Do not buy the seaweed snacks that are made with sunflower or canola oil. Those are inflammatory oils. And it's not worth buying those. Definitely, the ones that are made with olive oil—that's the way to go. So you have these receptors for iodine in the mammary glands. So it becomes very important when you're when you're um, pregnant and when you're breastfeeding to definitely pay attention to your iodine status. But did you know that fibrocystic breast disease so uh, is very very common and associated with iodine deficiency in women of all ages before like while you're menstruating, men- and then menopausal, so after menstruation has ceased. Um, and what is fibrous cystic breast disease is when your breasts are lumpy and kind of painful, and there's like fibrous tissue in it. And um, they, the researchers don't know why, but when they supplemented these women with iodine, that the deficiency went down like Um, by 65%, 70%, all the symptoms were improved. In some studies, they use as much as um, 6,000 micrograms of iodine. That's a very hefty dose. Uh, For example, the recommended daily allowance uh, for iodine from all sources like food and everything like that is 1,100 micrograms, according to um, the Food and Drug Administration and the World Health Organization. However, That's a recommended daily allowance for the minimum nutritional requirement. So you could say, well, if you have fibrocystic breast disease, Maybe that developed due to a, a, an iodine deficiency, and for a short period of time, you may benefit from more supplementation, like a higher level of supplementation. So remember that these women were in a in a in a study; they're being monitored by the researchers, and the researchers said that they had, for the duration of the study, um, they had no problems with um, um, adverse effects or anything like that. So that is really really important to know. Um, however, again, I would not be supplementing at that level um, for a long period of time, like maybe a few weeks until the symptoms resolve. And I'd be very closely monitoring other, other things because you don't want to precipitate a hypo or hyperthyroidism of the gland, okay, of the thyroid gland. So um, super interesting, um, um, iodine is, is important that you need to have enough of it from your diet and you have to minimize exposure from things that inhibit it. So again, to review, I would highly recommend filtering your water for the chlorine and the uh, fluoride that are in it using fluoride-free toothpaste. There's, again, there's other ways to prevent cavities, like the root cause of why cavities happen have been linked to flour and sugar because flour turns into sugar. Um, So that's really the way to go. And then having good sources of vitamin A, D, E, and K, which are fat soluble, they're found in animal fats. So I find that a lot of women who are pure vegan and don't have like some, for example, even fish like lacto, uh, like a pesco vegetarian, they tend to have very um, frail bones and a lot of cavities. Okay, so that's something to be aware of um so again and then um and saving your chlorine exposure for like a hot tub experience or something like that or, or swimming in the pool which means that you want to filter even like i have a filter in my shower head um to filter chlorine and i find that my hair is like much softer my skin is like healthier with that um because chlorine is is very drying right uh, like if you go for a swim Um, or if you go in a hot tub afterwards you feel kind of dry and dehydrated right so um so you have to kind of offset those effects so i just avoid them in my bath in my showers uh, in my drinking water in my toothpaste and and again bromide which also competes with iodine is present in in processed um, baked goods so if you're going to eat um um bread for example i would buy like a organic chemical free ezekiel bread which you'll find in your freezer or go to like a local um baker and ask them like do you add anything like a bromide what they that's kind of make the bread like softer and fresher for longer And just ask them exactly what they put in there and usually the bakers that are like baking things daily and putting it out daily they don't put in like preservatives or added chemicals Um, and personally i think one of the reasons why we're having a huge problem with baked goods is because of the pesticides that are used to spray the crops sometimes they get into the food and the pesticides irritate the lining of our gut and then that causes a reaction um, and then the the food comes into our body, and that causes a reaction. So um, you'll notice a theme. Um, I'm really into um, getting rid of chemicals in our diet and in our in our in our water, in our homes, um whole foods whenever we can, and save supplementation for the times when we really need it. Um, iodine is one of those Goldilocks ones. I would not recommend supplementing it without um, above um, using seaweed in your um, um, you know, in your um, foods. But if you have something like um, fibrocystic breast disease or you're um, pregnant, um, those would be times when iodine supplementation would probably be of benefit. Um, and then you want to ask your family doctor, or your naturopathic doctor, or your functional medicine doctor, what might be the best way to supplement, and they can educate you on how to do that. Okay. So, of course, like um, in these live events, I can't give you medical advice or tell you what to do. Um, however, um, Uh, This is the kind of thing that I teach in my programs and I help my clients with. Um, And with iodine, I'm very, very, very careful. So again, I, I, uh, you know, we have a tendency to want to go out and do everything really hard and and high levels of everything all the time, um, like over supplementation. I think that could be as dangerous as not supplementing at all. Okay, so very careful supplementation if you're going to do it. All right. Stay tuned. I love you. And I hope you're having a really wonderful day, evening or night, depending on when you see this. Okay.
1: Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with dr patricia for her expert health transformation guidance please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call you can also find dr patricia on instagram at dr patricia mills and facebook at wild wisdom for women with dr patricia mills md for access to all of dr patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks consider becoming a patreon member links are in the description of this episode It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health.